1: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more, and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Redman TV. It's a daily news show. Hey. I've not done one of these since the ugh, departing of Daniel
2: Sturgeon and Alberto Moreno. Yeah, I was, I was quite... Um, my voice was kind of ruined that day. Yeah, I was downbeat that day. I'm sorry. I'll try and be very... Much more not downbeat. Is, that a, is that a phrase?
0: Animated, yeah. high energy, flair. Yeah. That's what we're getting from the <laughs> freshly trimmed Tom Dutton. I know, yeah. But we've got some stories for you today, uh, obviously, from the last couple of weeks since we've had a little break on the daily news. So mm-hmm. we'll get straight into it with. Liverpool have apparently moved ahead of rivals in the Bruno Fernandes pursuit, according to the Mail Online. Who are the rivals? The rivals are a trio of English clubs, us being one, the other being Tottenham Hotspur, and the third being Manchester United. Okay. So the sport has been is at the centre of a transfer tug of war between the trio of English clubs after a stunning season in his homeland. He scored 32 times in 53 appearances and on Sunday lifted the inaugural Nations League after victory over the Netherlands in Porto. His future appears to be set in England and Liverpool could be the most likely destination, according to reports in Portugal.
2: I had a look at this, Bailey, so obviously he scored 32 times, but I wanted to know how many assists he got because yeah. I figured that's a massive part of our attacking midfield, our left-winger play, which he's been playing for Sporting Lisbon. Yeah. And 18 assists. And I think that's massive for me. Obviously, it's a different league and it's a different style of football, blah, blah, blah. But I think you're showing at least last season, that he can score goals and he can assist them as well. Yeah. It's about creating opportunities. That's massive for That is massive.
0: And do you know what? I think there's a stat that went around that he's con- he contributed to over 90% of Sporting Lisbon's goals. That's amazing. Last season, that's unreal. Unbelievable. He's clearly their best player and clearly Sporting Lisbon is not his level uh, for the player of, quali- of quality of Bruno Fernandes. But say, there's been huge talks of him going to Manchester United. I think Manchester mm-hmm. United might feel that they're favourites to sign him. Um would he be a signing that you think we need necessarily? Because the reported fees are around 80 million euros.
2: 80 millions, my dear, is 24, so he's starting to hit his peak age. Yep. So that's probably why it's about that. You said he had a fantastic game the other day. Yeah, against New New England, New New Netherlands. Um, I was more. I watched the highlights to see yeah. Van Dijk play. To be honest with you, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, look. If he's this, if if, if we think he's this good, and Liverpool really want wow. him. We're ahead of United and Spurs uh-huh. in terms of places he would want to go. Maybe not in terms of wages and stuff, but in terms of what you're going to do Attractive in terms football. of winning things yeah. as well. I think it's massive that we've won the Champions League and we can now say that. Uh-huh. Um, we're ahead of Spurs and United for me.
0: No, I agree, mate. And it just depends. And let us know in the comments. Yeah. Do you think that <clears throat> if we, if it's to be believed that Liverpool are, you know, having a tighter transfer budget, maybe they, whether they would spend that eighty million euros or not. Do you think midfield, especially an attacking midfielder like Bruno Fernandes, is an area that we should invest heavily into, yep. obviously? We talked about this massively on the Reds transfer roundup today, which will be in the pinned comments. So check that out if you want all of these stories in depth over on the RedmenTV.com. But the crux of my argument was maybe we've, we've got Naby Keita. He was very... He's an, obviously, he's a number eight box-to-box midfielder, but he also scored goals for Leipzig. Maybe... He's the reason that we're not
2: made potentially in the market for a midfielder, and of course we've got oxlade Chamberlain coming back. Yeah, Henderson's just revitalised his role exactly. in the team in that position as well. It's one of them. I mean, we're going to get a lot of of, of links towards attacking players. Another one being Nicholas Pepe. Exactly. But then there's links. Um, well, do you want to do you want to say the Nicholas Pepe stuff? Yeah, of
0: course. So we'll go into another very attack-minded player. This mm-hmm. guy, Nicholas Pepe. Of course, I'm sure everybody knows about him by now. But the Echo have reported that we've made no contact with Lille over Nicolas Pepe, despite reports in France suggesting an offer was being prepared. <laughs> but I, I, we're going to get a lot of that this summer. Yeah. you know, As the European champions, six times European champions, we are... How many? Six. Six. Which, how do you, you do it with a thumb? Good. Mm. I did it with a the finger then. I don't know why. No, it's um, fair, but
2: I, I just like that number. Is it is a good, a so like good number. It's a nice round number. number. Exactly.
0: Um, we're probably going to be used as, you know, the mountain of which to compare players to, you know, because mm-hmm. if people are going, well, if Liverpool are interested, whether we are or not, the press are going to say we are, because if he's going to go to the European champions, then he's clearly, you're going to want him at your yeah. club. It's going to be a lot of that style of, of transfer talk for me. We but had
2: that all the time anyway, Bailey. It was always, we were the ones that we used to clickbait. Obviously, it was United as well. Yeah. but Two very
0: different reasons, I think. United, yeah. because they are in a desperate position, yeah. and they've got a lot of money to spend. Yeah, yeah. Us, purely because we are finally... Reaping the rewards of being a great team and being
2: successful. We're on the up as well, and that's a big thing. I think, obviously, all these players would love to come to Liverpool. It's just about whether we need them in the team. I mean, Nicolas Pepe looks like a good player, but it's one of them where you're looking at it and you're thinking... "Eh." I'm just waiting for it to just come out. I think it's going to be like Fabinho and all these links are just going to frustrate me. It was the same with Nabo Fakir and I hope we don't even speak about him this summer. Yeah. But it's one of them. I don't want this to drag on. Mm-hmm. I want every signing to be made and just 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 get done for me. That's interesting because
0: uh, we had David Mannequin on the newsroom. If you've never seen the newsroom, it's on the TV.com It's fantastic. Yeah. It's where Crystal Paul get a journalist in and they basically hash out the last week or so of events. And... Last week, it was David Maddock from The Mirror, and he was talking with Paul about transfers, obviously, yeah. that's the talk of the town at the minute, as well as uh, lifting number six. I'm going to mention that so many times. Mm, um, he mentioned it, And he, David Maddock, was suggesting that, he, that we are, that, that actually the Liverpool's transfer teams, especially Michael would prepare their signings two years in advance. Yeah. So we saw that with Fabinho, we saw that with Navi Keita. Obviously, with Mo Salah, it was like five years in advance because we lost, him out, lost out to him for, for Chelsea. We were interested in Van Dijk, we were monitoring him for years. I think you're right. I think if we are going to see a sign-in, it's going to be one that Michael Edwards and his team know. They've, they've known they've wanted that guy for, for years, uh-huh. and they're just waiting for the right time to announce and move for him. But Nicolas Pepe is a right winger on court, as you know, for Lille. 22 goals and 11 assists in 38 games. He's a fantastic, fantastic player. Really young, French hot talent at the market at the minute. And another thing that Maddox was talking about is that he was referencing a lot in that interview about us moving for potential French players, he you were mm-hmm. saying, all of his hypotheticals and hyperboles that he was using was, oh, imagine if we went to the French market or over in France, blah, 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 it was all about France. Wow, okay. So okay, uh, that's that was interesting. An interesting insight for you, but the Echo understands those claims about us potentially making a £60 million bid for Pepe are incorrect and Liverpool have not discussed the move with either club or Pepe's representatives. Reds are believed to be keen on, to add an attacker capable of operating in a number of roles to their ranks following the departure of Daniel Sturridge, who will leave the club when his contract expires. Obviously, he's left now. But mm-hmm. Pepe's a strange one. Do you think £60 million for a guy with a good enough goal return as, as Nicolas Pepe, is he the sort of guy we need, especially as a versatile forward in that right-wing position? We
2: do need a versatile forward, yeah. I, I agree. It, it depends because... I mean, the extent that, I've, that I've, uh, you see these players and you see the tricky like highlight packages and blah, 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 mm. it's one of them. I think we will sign an attack-minded player, okay. somebody who can play across the front three, but it's, they, it's how they fit into our style and how they can be molded into our style. It's going to be a very interesting summer and seeing oh how are these players going to fit in. And obviously you've seen Shakiri being bought and how he's fitting in terms of being a bit deeper. Yeah. We obviously bought Mo Salah and you knew how we played on the front foot at the edge of the box. Yeah, yeah. it is going to be interesting because I think it it's going to show. How we might play next season, but um, a player that we might not play with next season is a yeah. Dejan Lovren. Paul Joyce yeah. has tweeted would uh, Liverpool would take bids of at least 25 million. Um, for for Liverpool to even consider letting Dejan Lovren leave, no contact from AC Milan, but the prospective new sporting director Ricky Masada rates Lovren highly. Mm. This is mad for me. Twenty five million for Dejan Lovren, and let us know in the comments. Obviously, we'll take your comments at the end. I'm really interested in knowing your your thoughts on the Dejan Lovren thing. Actually,
0: just just put right now. Keep. Or sell, yeah, and, and we'll get we'll get a short we'll post so I can give us a general idea of what yeah. people are saying because I'm curious as to whether you guys think we should keep or sell him.
2: I honestly think we keep hold of him I think you can't do much wrong with. Look, he's not obviously not featured too much in the se- in last season, mm-hmm. but when he came in, he was he was quite solid. He's he's done good things games. for us. Yeah, yeah, and. Look, there's an argument to be made that you want to get rid of the the, the people with baggage. Obviously, yep. Simon Mignolay might be leaving, and and, and Alberto Moreno has been, been let go. Yeah, but for me, as a fourth choice defender, mm-hmm. you can't really go wrong. Okay, and if we get rid of him that means we have to either bring someone up mm-hmm. so that's a um, oh, who's the fella Nath Phillips yeah. who can come back in but he's been ravaged with injury or Kajana Hoover or Kajana Hoover He's a bit too young for but he's, me
0: he's rated very highly by everybody at Liverpool Football Club but you
2: can bring him in anyway in, in the cup games for me I just think to ha- you need to have a squad depth and if if Look, if Dejan Lovren's not happy being a player on the bench, then fair enough, you let him go and you bring someone who is who is happy. Yeah. But why would you get rid of him just because he's not good enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not good enough for the first team at Liverpool. That doesn't mean he's not good enough for the squad. Is is my opinion. Like, say, yeah. I want to know yours and yours.
0: That, no, you do make a very good point, and and Steve talks about this on the Reds Transfer Roundup. You know, as, as fourth choice centre backs go, you don't really get much better than Dejan Lovren in the in, in world football, let alone just the Premier League. You know, mm-hmm. would he get into Arsenal's first choice? defence? Absolutely. Would he get into Chelsea's? Maybe. Would he get into United's easily over over Phil Jones and Chris Smalling? So he is a very good he is a very good defender. But your point there about baggage, I think, is a big thing for a lot of people, and that's why yeah. we're curious about what you think. Do you are you over the Lovren sort of howler that he had at Spurs, and you know, in being quite unreliable and maybe not quite to the level of uh, of Joel Matip this season, and of course, Virgil van Dijk, but. The fact that Paul Joyce, very respected journalist, you know, yep. he's he's in the golden sort of circle of journalists we regard as very very trustworthy. I think that as soon as clubs start telling journalists a price, means that they are for sale. Yeah, you, know, you, you give someone a definitive number, twenty five million pounds. You're saying, give us some bids. We'll no, talk to you.
2: No, it is fair. I mean, let's let's move quickly on just because. We want to get into the comments. Harry Wilson to be given a chance to prove his worth in pre-season. This is interesting as well for me, Bailey, because uh, you obviously got here. Uh, he played Derby County on loan last season. He scored 15 goals to yep. get into the Champions League player final, and he lost that. Yep. Um, there's talk saying he's they'll let him go for 25 mil, but they're going to let him have time in pre-season. Uh-huh. Um, saying we're playing eight friendlies as well and taking part in the community shield and you way for Super Cup against City and Chelsea and that Sergio, Mane, Roberto Firmino and Salah are not going to return until after the US Tour. So the last US Tour game, I believe, is... I just looked at this as well, Sporting Lisbon. Okay. Um, And then we go up against Napoli and Uh Lyon, and that's before the Community Shield. So Mane, Firmino and Salah will be back for the Napoli and Lyon games, you'd expect. Uh He's got a a, a set of uh, games there Uh where you've literally got to lay down the market and show where you can fit in the Liverpool team.
0: Perfectly, Mel. uh, Said, mate, I think... We've talked a little bit about Harry Wilson on this, uh, on the Daily News, and it's very much up in the air as to where where his future lies. Mm -hmm. But £25 billion, I think, is a good price for a player of his calibre. But I want to see him in a Liverpool team, in a Liverpool team where it's a clean slate. Like I say, he's not got, we've not got these these attackers, our first-team attackers, even available. So I'd like him to come into a team and try him out, see how his level has has progressed, because... He looks very good in the championship, but it's the championship his level, we, we don't know. So I think it's perfect that we get to see a bit of Harry Wilson before we actually make our mind up. And yeah. I think Jurgen Klopp wants that. I think he knows that he must have known about Harry Wilson and, and his goal scoring record in, in the championship. And he said, let me see a bit of that myself. You're going to get a chance. But equally off the back of that, you know, Ryan Kemp was very impressive last pre-season. That's true. And even Lazar Markovic, believe it or not, he was actually very good in pre-season last year. which as well, did I? was very good and
2: you, I just think, don't, do, you don't know, do, do you? Do you reckon he's playing for a, a, a top-level move to a loan club? I mean, again, very interested in what you have to say. I'm sure we'll be speaking loads about him throughout the coming weeks and, and, and stuff. But, Si, have you got any comments for us?
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, on Lovren, RJS eleven says if we do allow Lovren to go, we must sign another centre half. Mm-hmm. Gomez and
2: massive. have had a lot of injuries. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that is that is a massive thing. I mean, Lovren's been ill loads as well. It's been a, it's been a big thing for our centre halves. Obviously, Gomez was quite unlucky with uh-huh. his one against Burnley, but you need that's the thing. You need someone who you can rely on, especially in a set in a in a in a partnership. Maybe John Matip will just. Be the monster that we need, and we'll stay in there. But you know, obviously you want to switch people up for cup games, and mm-hmm. and you want to have a nice set of partnership or like defensive four that you can just kind of switch in and out and yeah. have for cup games. What what? what I
0: I agree with you completely, mate. I think if we are going to ship Lovren out, we use that money that we get from him, whether that be 25 billion pound plus, to put right back into another centre half. Because I yeah. think that you're right. As much as I like Jano Hover, he's only 17. Yeah. He's made. He's not particularly ready, and that's the biggest worry for me. Joe Gomez's injury record is not great. Matip has been good, but he has also been prone to injuries in the seasons before the last one. And you're right. We can't take any risks as we progress to go and challenge on multiple fronts, especially in the Premier League. Again, we're mm-hmm. going to need fit and reliable centre half options uh, at the football club. But yeah. thank you for your comment.
1: Um, to the million people who commented saying we need to update the logo in the background, yes we do, we're just waiting to get the PSD, yeah. so we can add the, six, the lovely six stars to it, just bear with us on that one. Um, it's another comment actually from RJS when you were talking about Bruno Fernandes saying around January we really missed an attack on midfielder, uh-huh. and I think at time of season we probably have we, we probably have laughed it, but I think yeah. with Kate coming into form, with obviously Chamberlain coming back into the side, I think do
2: you two think it, it is a position we need to strengthen in? I think you mentioned at the very end it is Oxley Chamberlain and it is Henderson coming back in. I think I, I, I think that's that's we're fine there for a bit. I mean we could do with a player who likes to shoot outside the box. Hmm. Maybe that's actually Chamberlain coming back in because you don't see Jordan Anderson doing that too often. And I don't really want Jordan Henderson to do that too often. Hmm. Um, I think that's a big thing that we miss. But I also like the fact that uh, if any of you have watched any of the stats and tactics shows throughout this season, Chris is very big on making opportunities in the box. Uh, it, there's an area that people like to shoot. Lionel Messi only shoots within like uh, a semicircle. Uh, yeah, the semicircle around the goal. and. And then players like Phil Coutinho and stuff like that shoot from further out. And I think having someone who who likes to build up play and and, and get to the byline, like Jordan Henderson likes to do and plays it round, I think that's massive. But maybe it's another style of player that you could just utilise, maybe. Yeah, no,
0: uh, I agree, mate. And I think I'd like to have a versatile midfielder, a goal-scorer midfielder. I think Bruno Fernandes and Nicolas Pepe are two sidings. I don't think we'd ever get both, but Mm -hmm. I'd take either or. No problem, because I do think that that's an area of the game... We could do with a little bit more him. You know, we do need yeah. more goals. God forbid any of the front three get injured. If Oxide Chamberlain doesn't hit the ground running, we don't know. So, yeah, I could, I, I would definitely like a bit of Bruno Fernandez. Their last comment
1: say. Uh, last comment. It was a super chat from DXSH Tempers. Oh, Thank very much. Yeah. Saying, do you think Ryan Sessenyon would be a good backup for Robbo? He rejected a new deal from Wolves, and he would be about thirty million. Love the bid, boys. That's very much me. There was-
2: there was talk that we're not going to sign a left back, wasn't there? Yeah.
0: So again, referencing that that newsroom video with David Maddox, he mm-hmm. said that Liverpool actually aren't in for a left back because he believes that he wants to keep. Klopp really wants to keep James Milner at the club, obviously as we all do. And a big kicker for keeping him in, on this contract is he'll say you can you will be our second choice left back. You so know, just,
2: which is good enough. Which
0: is which is the the way of saying you're going to get game time because we will rest Robertson and Milner's a, a very fine left back. And setting on for me, he's got Spurs written all over him. Personally, I don't don't see Liverpool signing him, especially for £30 million. I I know he's a hot prospect, but I don't know. I don't know about Ryan Cesaro. It'll
2: be interesting to see how Klopp could could mould him into a player that would be really, really good for Liverpool. I think, obviously, you know how good he is attacking-wise. He's he's been really, really good. He's he's been converted into a left-winger for Fulham. But but then maybe that's because his defensive side's not good enough. Or maybe it's because Fulham just needed more quality on that left-hand side. You like it, it, it? you can look at how he plays for these lower league teams or lower down the, the table teams, yeah. and we'll play him in a different, completely different style for Liverpool. Possibly, I think, yeah, I, I, I I'm I really want to know more about his defensive side, and but it would be interesting to see how it, would, he's. it would be interesting. But if you want more transfer talk, we've got
0: Delit talk, Fernandez talk, Depay talk, Starlet Pepe talk, Lovren talk, so much talk on it. Yeah. Ingoings and outgoings, out on the Reds transfer roundup. It's out right now. Go over to redmantv.com, check it out. Start your free month. It's been it was a very very good show. We were generally rating sort of the big big transfer rumours this summer, and I'm sure you're going to love it. Thank you very much, Tom. you got anything to to chat
2: about? Yeah, we're basically starting next week. We're going to be doing two of these roundup shows. We're going to do a Reg News roundup on the Monday, a Reg News roundup on the Friday, and we're going to be doing one on a Wednesday as well. So we're going to keep you up to date. Obviously, we're going to do a news every single day as well. Yeah. But if you want to see it more in depth, we're going to do that all on the website. Really, really good stuff. We've got loads more content coming out. Obviously, check out the women's stuff on the World Cup. They're doing such a great job keeping you up to date on all the women's stuff. USA beat um, uh, Thailand 13-0 yesterday, so basically they talked through that and just how good USA were, and they were very good. I watched it myself, but yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you, Simon, behind the camera. Um, Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with another Daily News, but like Bailey says, go and check that out on the Redmond TV. See you tomorrow.